0: Welcome to TC Realty's Nonsense Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Chamberlain, along with my co-host, Kevin Kolbach, and our great producer, Kevin 2.0. Let's get it. This segment's going to be brought to you by Amber Mahoney and Ruoff Mortgage. We both used Amber in the past. Absolutely. We know her capabilities and how she can help first-time homebuyers refinancing just about anything that you need. Program-wise, she's our go-to person.
1: I send a lot of my clients to Amber. Uh, she's very easy to get a hold of. She's always responsive to my calls. And every client I have sent to her have given
0: nothing but good reviews back. Right. So let's get through the legal stuff for Amber. Um, her NMLS number is 13526. You can reach her at 502 741 four six one two or amber.mahoney that's m-a-h-o-n-e-y at ruoff dot com. ruoff mortgage is an equal housing lender and member of the better business bureau nmls number one four one eight six eight this advertisement is not a commitment to lender qualifications are required
1: and you let her know that tom and kevin sent you
0: Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of TC Realty's Nonsense Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Chamberlain, with my co-host, Kevin Hobart. Kevin, how you doing, bud?
1: I'm doing fine. Back here in the... uh the old podcast office?
0: Yeah, you know what? That Studio? Was, that was really fun, the last two episodes, being able to do that remote. and mm-hmm. It was such a long episode, we were able to get two out of it. Right. And uh, the feedback we that I've received, I don't know about you all, but the feedback I received, everybody really loved it.
1: Yeah, I have a little bit of feedback comments coming up later. Okay, great. Of people randomly
0: stopping me in Lowe's. It's, <laughs> it was probably Casey and Greg. <laughs>
1: no, no, it wasn't. But, no, that was fun. We If you if – you, just happened to find us this episode. Go back and
0: the chili uh, cook off. Yeah,
1: I always start from the beginning, but if you just want to hear our first on the road, you know, effort, it I, came out really good.
0: And I think you'll, you'll, in the future, you'll probably get to see more of those mm-hmm. on the road because it was pretty enjoyable. Yeah. Um, it kind of breaks it up a little bit, you know, bring different guests on and, and uh, people
1: driving by and staring. Right. People trying drive, to figure out what we're doing. What we're doing. Right. Yeah. yeah. That was a good time. Kevin, yep. Kevin 2.0 got us all.
0: You guys all lined out. We we used Shut up. Kevin's garage along with his weed eater and yeah. chainsaw and yeah. kept the wind off of us and was ready to go.
1: Yeah, it's a good time listening to dogs and kids and everything else.
0: That's so what it's ch- all about. <clears throat> if
1: you ain't listening to it, go check it out.
0: For sure. So hitting on a few real estate marks here, the market's really doing pretty good right now. You know, with these interest rates being where they're at, they're starting to drop a little bit. But as of today, 2339 on the market right now. It's picking up. It is picking up. Mm-hmm. And what's good about that is it, it's kind of a middle of the road where the buyers have more options than they've had in 18, 19 months, but there's not so many options that the sellers are having to give up everything to sell their house. Right. It's just a really good median right now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, listings have really picked up. I listed two in the last two days. And, um, what week before last I listed we listed ten lots, so
1: you know and this is typically the time you expect to see it kind of tailor off because of you know the holidays coming up, but yeah, it's but here's, it's still here, going
0: you know, but here's the thing you know, everybody says that, but we typically don't take we don't really take a fall during it, so it gets a little slower mm-hmm. we must must be doing something right
1: <laughs> you know if you're behind the scenes right i mean
0: I mean for some reason we're um we're still getting it, when everybody's thinking, "Oh man, what am I going to do now?" It's starting to get slow. Christmas yeah. is coming around.
1: Yeah, I uh, I don't know if you want to. I mean, I'm not going to say it, but you publicized our and through an internal email, our uh, listings amount, our the amounts we sold mm-hmm. last month, yes. and that was that kind of staggered me for a little bit.
0: Yeah, it was a um, a really solid October for mm-hmm. us. Um, you know, I had a go, and I don't like to give our numbers out. That's that's for us internally. You right. You know, if you're an agent and you're listening to this and you're wondering, you know how you find out, you come join us.
1: That's right. You, <laughs> you
0: come, come to the meetings. You come to be a part of the family, and then you get to see what we do yep. and how we separate ourselves from everybody else in this industry. But um, And we're going to go over how we're, how we're moving forward to separate ourselves in this industry here in a few. Um, we kind of hit on it a few weeks back. You know, we kind of teased it a little bit. Oh, you bring that out today yeah oh um, Gosh, would I would have wore a tie right right <clears throat> so I'm not yeah ready for that we're gonna we're gonna bring out a here in a minute okay um because at this point it's a done deal right <laughs> so there's you know if somebody wants to you know and I'm sure somebody will steal this ideal but <laughs>
1: well they're gonna steal it anyway
0: but all, I mean, all they're doing is just duplicating us yeah know? and it's cool I mean what's what they say you know that's the greatest form of flattery
1: yeah. Are you doing it on this one or are you going to have it on the next one?
0: No, I'm going to do it on this one because okay. I got something else I'm going to bring up on the next one. Okay. I mean, you know, we're, we are trying to separate ourselves from everybody else, do something bigger and better, give our clients more of a reason to use us over and over, and to have a draw for agents that that want a change and want to see how we operate. Right. So, yeah. you know. We'll talk about that here in a minute. But, you know, as far as back to the the housing market, man, I've been super surprised how everything's just kind of all of a sudden picked up in the last three weeks to a month.
1: I know. I mean, people do follow the interest rates. They I'm, do. I'm sure you too get the same question all the time. And we preach to people about, you know, everybody says, well, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. And we preach on it about here a million times. But that's all you hear nowadays, Mm -hmm. you know, waiting on the interest rate. But now I think people are starting to realize it
0: it is what it is.
1: It's this is the time that we live. Mm -hmm. So you can either buy or or sell or or keep paying your 100 percent rent.
0: Right. Yeah. 100 percent interest is not good. That's right. So, you know, rates have come down a little bit and I anticipate them to keep falling a little bit up until 2024 election next November. But um, I don't think we're going to see the fives. I mean, you might see a half point, three-quarter point difference between now and then. But, uh, you know, I I was hearing from people that were like, well, I want to list my house, but the way the market is, and then they see it's not moving. And they're like, well, I just got to pull the trigger now before – because it may get worse. Who knows? Who knows? We don't know what it's going to do.
1: Right. And you never – I mean, it's – you know, when you're talking about the Fed, you just don't ever have any idea –
0: Well, and I don't know how they're going to move it. I don't know if many people out there have been following the whole NAR lawsuit that just got settled or just they just lost. Um, You know, it's going to be a big topic for us at our next meeting. You know, and I think that with the appeals process and this and that, I think we're several years out. I think it probably will hit the Supreme Court at some point. But uh, for those of you all that don't know what it is, um, basically what they're trying to do is have the buyer's pay their portion of the commission and not put it all on the seller. Right. Which if you're dealing with first time home buyers and they're getting some type of assistance for down payment, how are they going to come up with three percent? And,
1: and, and that's the argument.
0: Yeah. I mean you're really going to handicap first time home buyers that are on a fixed budget.
1: And and really, you know, my question for <clears throat> that is too we we charge a flat percentage to list it. hmm And then out of that we pay the other yeah. agent. Mm-hmm. So I mean, is that going? Is that percentage going to? They yes, can't.
0: That's going to be half that. Well, their, their goal is going to be half that, whatever that percentage is. You know, there's no state law saying you have to list five, six, seven, whatever it is. No, no. Typical you, is six percent.
1: You got a competitive rate that yep. you know you 6%. try to stay in.
0: So, there, so you'll get three percent for listing, and then the whoever's buying will have to come up that 3% to have representation. It's just
1: not going to – it doesn't work that way. It's been this way since the dawn of real estate time. So here's I what. Mean,
0: here's the foreseeable problems that I see is that, um, okay, so a buyer says, I'm not paying 3%. I never have had to in the past. I'm not going to now. And they're going to try to navigate these contracts with no representation. That's, that's a bad thing. <laughs> that's going to be a disaster. It's going to really hurt them. I think it all gets overturned um remax settled out a court for a law millions hundreds of millions i think it was um so they've seen some writing on the wall there i guess um but i just don't know i think it goes all the supreme court and i think eventually it gets overturned because you know here's the thing these people are there listing saying well i paid i'm listing for 6% yeah but when you bought that house you didn't pay no listing
1: fee. Mm-mm. so nope. now that you're
0: listing you want, you want a discount but when you bought it it, it didn't matter
1: right yeah, you've got free representation right. for the most part.
0: Yeah. It is free representation yeah. if you're the buyer. Right. You know, so I'm just worried about these buyers really getting the screws put to them by unethical agents that know they don't have representation and they're they're selling this home for their, their client. And next thing you know, they're getting raked over the coals and don't even realize it.
1: Yeah, because there's, there, there's so much about the process that, you know, we live in it. So it's just second nature to us. Sure. But I've... I've often found, like, when you explain something to a first-time home buyer, or even somebody hadn't bought in a while, Mm -hmm. and you're like, well, you can get an inspection, you can – oh, I can? Right. Who's going to
0: negotiate? If you're not being represented by an agent, who's going to help you navigate the negotiations on a repair request? Right. I mean, that could be disastrous for a buyer.
1: Making sure all the disclosures are are done right. Making sure you have all your contingencies in place. Well,
0: And just holding the other agent – to, accountable accountable to their job, right, you know, I just don't know that these people these buyers will be able to for the most part afford two percent two and a half three percent whatever it's gonna be because it'll that's gonna shake up the whole real estate world as far as you know what they charge for on a buyer's end, but when everybody else is thinking it's gloom and doom, I'm looking at it as an opportunity right because you know what it's gonna do, it's gonna run off a lot of lazy real estate agents, oh yeah you know what i mean? Yeah. So, I'm going to try to flip that negative into a positive and try to figure out how we can take advantage of that and how we can work with the buyers to help them be represented and not cost them a fortune.
1: You're going to have to come up with a completely new strategy.
0: Oh, I can do that. For that, yeah, I'm capable.
1: No, I'm I mean, I've I've I've, I've seen that process happen.
0: Right. So, well, you want to get into what we've been teasing for a few weeks? How we're going to separate ourselves? Yeah,
1: I just I would have like took a shower and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, if we I'd know known, you didn't
0: take a shower.
1: <laughs> if I'd known this was happening right now, I wasn't ready. So, but yeah, go
0: ahead. <clears throat> okay, so we were, um, and this is not. You know, I'd love to take full credit for this, but this is not an idea that I came up with. Um, so, when we were at our conference in Savannah, Georgia. We. Um, I met up with and did some networking with some brokers out of South Carolina. And we were trying to just talk back and forth on what helped them grow their business, you know, what helped me grow my business. And they said the biggest attribute for them growing 41% was they bought a moving truck. They had this moving truck fully wrapped the whole nine yards. So... Of course, that piqued my curiosity, and I had to get every single detail possible.
1: So let me stop you there, real yeah, quick, yeah, yeah. because I can tell you with a hundred percent fact we we were just getting lunch, and we had met these this couple out in the uh, lobby beforehand. Yeah. So we already we were already speaking with them. Super nice, yeah, great. So they come over and they sat down, oh. and when he uh, started telling you the story about the, the truck and how it worked and the whole process. When I saw you lean back and pull your chair up, I leaned over to Kelsey and I said, "He's getting ready to buy a truck. It's on." I knew within five seconds. Yeah, I was like, "Cause that is, I mean, it's a it's genius. genius
0: idea. Nobody in our market offers that." No. so you know, and here's how it's going to work, folks. <clears throat> it's a, and actually, I'm I'm heading to Buffalo, New York, to pick this truck up in just about ten ten to ten to thirteen days. Um. We will have an online calendar for all of our agents. So, if you buy or sell with us, and this (laughs) is a this is a 2024 brand new truck, 17 foot box truck, which is the midsize, like comparable to a U-Haul, uh, you get to use it for free. And I mean, if you're moving out of your house, moving into your house, you get to use this for free. All you have to have is a few things. You have to be over 21. You have to have a valid driver's license and a valid insurance card, and that's it. You come in, you sign this piece of paper saying that you take responsibility of the vehicle, and you go and you move your stuff. If you need two trips to do it, if you need five trips to do it, the only thing you have to do, the only thing it costs you is to fill it back up with gas when you're done. Bring it back. And bring it back. That's yep. it. Please bring it back. <laughs>
1: Don't run off with it.
0: Yeah, <clears throat> no mobile meth labs, nothing like that. Just <laughs> please yeah. bring it back. Yes,
1: that's in the contract. You cannot do a mobile meth lab right. in the in the contract. And you know those are those are little perks because you know sometimes people have trouble getting a moving truck. Yeah. Everything's full, or they want it on a Friday,
0: or they're they're tapped out because they have spent so mm-hmm. much money trying to get this deal done,
1: or the or the whole thing where you have it reserved for Thursday and then your closing gets pushed back a day, and now you got to deal with moving the moving truck. Then it may not be available. Mm-hmm. Here you know that whenever you close, you come here, you get the truck, mm-hmm. and you go move.
0: Yeah, you know this is going to be wrapped with our stuff all the way on it. Um, it's, it's, I think it's just a great idea to give our agents one more resource to help their clients. Mm-hmm. And, you know, here's the, here's the best thing of it all. You know, let's just say you, you buy or sell with us and utilize our moving truck. And let's just say three years down the road, your washer and dryer goes out. Well, Lowe's wants to charge you, you know, $100 to deliver two minutes down the road. All you have to do is get with your agent and say, hey, can I use the moving truck on this day to go to Lowe's? Absolutely, yep. you can. Yep.
1: Lifetime so lifetime
0: usage. You get lifetime usage. If you want to move a play set, if you want to move a refrigerator, if you want to move grandma, we don't care. If the truck's available, you can use it for absolutely free. All you have to do is replenish the gas.
1: And buy or sell with us. And
0: buy or sell with <laughs> us, yeah. It's the only way you're eligible is right. you buy or sell with us. So, you know, and we're going to offer to some nonprofits, um, Dare to Care. I've already talked to them. Uh, they would be interested in using it to haul cane goods mm-hmm. um, to help the needy. So, you know, any churches that would need it, well, if it's available, they will have the opportunity to use it. Um, so, yeah, it's, I just think this is a really good way to be not only more community-minded and help the community, but also to help our clients. Mm-hmm. And, you know— if you're an agent and you're sneaking and listening to this, and your broker don't know that's cool, but maybe we have a few more advantages your broker don't right maybe you want to come on over and talk, yeah, yeah,
1: and it's not as easy as just you just go buy a truck i I've, I've watched <laughs> Lord, I've, no. I've, I've watched this process
0: no it was not that easy I'm, and, and I'm nor wa- was it cheap,
1: yeah, I've watched the process and the uh what well later on in this podcast, I'm gonna talk about the I, we'll get to it, but part of uh, the process of getting the truck.
0: Now. Yeah, it's um, it's um, it's been an adventure. There's yeah. been a lot of red tape to cut through because, you know, you're talking about liability insurance, mm-hmm. the whole nine yards on that, Um, having this truck fully wrapped. And here's the cool thing is on each door, it's going to have our podcast logo on there. Right. So, you know, we'll be able to promote our podcast too more. It's going to have a QR code where you can scan that QR code if you're in traffic and it will take you right to our website and you can search any home
1: that a, you're looking for that yep. you're
0: looking for in the local market yeah you know so right off a QR code you scan it so we're just trying to separate ourselves from you know we don't have the the 14 million dollar a year budget remax has for marketing Mm-mm. so we have to spend our dollars a little smarter and try to make them go as far as we can
1: Right. We use coupons for the team meeting dinner if we have them. So.
0: Lies. We we get those sponsored by lenders. Right. We have a lot of people pay for those. Yeah. Um, so, you know, this is a way that, you know, if you're an agent out there and you feel like this is a, another way you can help your clients, come talk to me. You know, we mm-hmm. have two offices. We have an office in Mount Washington, an office in Shepherdsville, and soon to be an office in Bargetown. That's right. So you know, come talk to me. There's going to be a spot for you. We can work all the details out. But um,
1: now, do you still have a uh, advertising spot or two available?
0: So here's the cool thing about it. So the back of the door that you roll up, that you load everything into, it was block. I had them block it out in six spots, and I sold those six spots to um, one was to Mingus Electric. Um, so if you need any electrical needs, you know, if you're moving, you got to fix something on an inspection report, mm-hmm. great, you got to call. Uh, West Banco, um, took one spot. Um, Bluegrass Land and Title took one spot. We do a majority of our closings with them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Amber with Ruoff Mortgage took one. Um, Joey Johnson, um, he owns a detail shop and does fantastic automobile boats, details. I mean, amazing He took one. I've known him and his family his whole life. Um, We do have one spot left of the six one spots left. Um, So that's that's one way we've tried to offset some of these costs. I mean, because folks, just go Google what a 2024 17-foot box truck cost and then with zero miles on it and then...
1: Yeah, this is a new one. It's not like one that Cousin Eddie rode up to the the Griswold Griswold family Christmas.
0: Right. And then you take what it costs to do a full wrap. And not just the box, but the cab, the whole nine yards Mm -hmm. has a full wrap. And Megan put this design together, and I was just, like, super impressed with it. She she did an amazing job. It's going to stand out. You're going to see this truck all over Louisville, all over Bullitt County, all over Nelson County. You're gonna see it everywhere. So,
1: did you decide where my face is going? Is it still gonna be front well, center? Well, when you
0: take when you take the gas cap off,
1: it's there. It's right oh, there. Right. I just wanted to make
0: it. Yeah, this it's right oh, there. I'm
1: on there. It's cool.
0: You gotta put the nozzle through your mouth <laughs> to, to pump the gas. I like it. Yeah, so that's where you're at. I got you. So, you know, in the next episode, we're gonna we're gonna hint at some more stuff that we're coming up with and doing. So, folks, you know. I am spending a lot of resources in, in trying to make this the best brokerage I could possibly can and to give my clients and my agents just every opportunity and a leg up on everybody else. So stay tuned for more details on that one next time. So
1: Yeah, I look forward to putting this in place because I know uh, a couple clients I've just closed with could have used this. Mm-hmm. So this is definitely, uh, you know, separating us from everybody else.
0: A hundred percent, you know, and I'm sure we'll be duplicated, but, you know, that's okay. Um,
1: well, I mean, they tried to make another, you know, when they made a, a Diet Coke or they made an offering. Sure it never yeah, works.
0: It doesn't work. Mr.
1: Pibb is not Dr. Pepper. Right. Oh. No,
0: only the original works. That's right. You know. So. so. Okay, guys, we're going to take a small ba- break. And when we come back, I'm sure Kevin is just full of nonsense. Today. I can't wait. Stay tuned. This segment's brought to you by Ray Hill Home Inspections.
1: So I've got to know Joe a little bit. Um, I know you know a little better than I do, known but Joe, for years, I got to thinking about. He said on one of our podcasts that he used to be a real estate agent. Yep, he did. And he has background in uh, home improvement, so building houses yep. and stuff. He's got a contractor's license, and that has got to be something. So, talk about how important that is, and how different that separates him from other home
0: inspectors. Because I don't know any other home inspector, and we've used a lot of good ones. No sure, ones sure. But I don't know any home inspectors that has can wear these hats. Right. Real estate agent, a licensed contractor, and a home inspector.
1: It gives you a different eye of what you're looking at.
0: It does. So he has a little more empathy Mm -hmm. for our clients. Right. Um, As as a contractor, he knows what he's looking for as far as how he would have built it. Yep. And then as a home inspector, you know, he's doing his due diligence and checking it off. Now, I haven't got nothing but great feedback from clients because he will walk them through every step right. of what he does. So we're proud to have Joe as a sponsor on the TC Realty's Nonsense Podcast.
1: Yeah, I definitely look forward to uh, to using him some more
0: and you know, as I go down the road. So, Joe, how can somebody get a hold of you if they're getting ready to buy a house or maybe they want to do one of those pre-selling inspection process? What's a good number to get a hold of you?
1: Our office number is 502-208-9082. Okay. Uh,
0: we could, you could text it or you can call it. Uh, we have a website. It's Ray Hill Home Inspections with an S dot mm-hmm. com. We have a spe- section on there. You can just leave something and we get a hold of you that. Or you can call, if you can't get a hold of that way, you can call my personal cell phone number. It's 502-299-4106. And uh, just telling them that the uh, TC Realty family sent you. That's right. Folks. Hey, guys, welcome back to the nonsense portion of TC Realty's nonsense podcast. So, Kev, what do you got for us today?
1: Can we start with the refrigerator situation?
0: There's no mixer?
1: There's nothing.
0: You, you got some blue Gatorade.
1: I, it looks kind of like blue bourbon now. Yeah. So, I was struggling during the first segment because I'm biting a cold a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, Tom said, why didn't you bring a cough drop? I said, well, I guess I'll just go get some bourbon because mm-hmm. that always helps my cough. Sure. And I go in there and there's nothing.
0: Well, just drink it like a man. Yeah,
1: but the refrigerator's empty. You got to... You can't expect us to come in here and work in this kind of environment.
0: Well, you could always bring something. No, <laughs> you're not gonna do that. Uh-uh. You're looking for coupons.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, the truck. You, maybe when you get that truck,
0: we can load it up. We can drive it and go fill it. Go up to Sam's. Somewhere. Yeah.
1: So how was your Halloween?
0: Um, I deer hunted. Did you? Mm-hmm.
1: That makes sense. I guess not your kids' road or that holiday just goes right over top. Of I you.
0: just forget about it. it's even Halloween.
1: Plus here. You're probably not going to get any trick-or-treaters, or they have to go up about 10 flights of stairs. The ne-
0: we used to sit up front and do it. Um, the, the neighborhood behind us is usually a pretty good tr- – and they'll park in our parking lot and take the kids back there.
1: You don't run them out?
0: <laughs> no, not for Halloween. No.
1: <laughs> you don't let that no, – you let them use it for the holidays?
0: Halloween, yeah. Yeah.
1: It'd be a good holiday.
0: I mean, ready. i charge them, but
1: – No, that's what I figured. It'd be like a $10 parking yeah, like parking going walk.
0: down. Yeah, it's like going down the UBO game, You know, $10 parking here.
1: <clears throat> we had a uh, big argument at work. Mm-hmm. About the top Halloween candy. Mm. Okay. On what you would go?
0: Oh, it's got to be Reese Cups.
1: Yeah, but see, I, I'm I didn't. This was the argument, mm-hmm. right? I gave my top three, and people lost their mind. Mhm. It's Twix is three. Mhm. Reese Cups two. Okay. And Whatchamacallit's one.
0: Whatchamacallit. Surprised you didn't have candy corn in there. No, I
1: can't stand candy corn. It's but the what worst I, thing I, ever. But what I come to find out that people that are late twenties, even early thirties, aren't familiar with Whatchamacallit, what call it. Right. So Do they still I, make them? I don't know. Kev, you know what it is, don't you? Yeah.
0: I don't know if so they still even make them.
1: I don't know. My dad used to eat them all the time. That so zero
0: bars. Nobody mm-hmm. ate zero bars. Oh, my dad tore up some zero bars.
1: Well, okay, maybe your dad,
0: but you didn't probably. No, I didn't care for them.
1: Yeah, no. I went with the it, and people lost their damn mind they over it. They didn't know it. what it was. No. I mm-hmm. said, it's the best candy you ever wanted. Like, it was it's good. It's better than a Reese's Cup. Mm-hmm. We almost threw fist over it. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it got, it. got got it got bad, so... But anyway, that's not really what I want to talk about. There's really only one place to start. Okay. The Clark Chili Cook-Off results.
0: Yeah, those results are um, entertaining.
1: Yeah, so um, I'm hoping that you listen to those two. And if you've listened to any more than one episode, you know all about the Mm cook-off. That's where we did our uh, live ones from uh, the last two weeks. So Mm -hmm. the results came out. Yeah. And I mean – is there any question on what was going to happen?
0: No, because we knew going into it, it was 100% rigged.
1: Right. We've always talked about it. There yeah. was there was This our first rodeo. Was there 13? 12 or 13. 12 or 13 entries?
0: Are you going to talk about what I brought?
1: You talked about it on that one, but yeah, yeah you you had a uh, from Wendy's? Yeah,
0: I just went and got a large Wendy's chili and right. put it out there.
1: And some people ate it.
0: I don't know about that.
1: <laughs> I think so. I think some people ate it or they didn't want to touch it.
0: Right. But
1: – so Casey's notorious for always winning his cook-off. Right.
0: We got him a little butt hurt.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he was a little – but this time he tried to play it off. He did. So we're all sitting outside, and my neighbor, Wayne Peach, was announced the winner. hmm And then Tamey brought two trophies out. Mm-hmm. And gave one to Casey.
0: Right. So let's back up here. So, <laughs> you know, Casey always wins this thing. So I didn't realize who counted the votes, but it was his wife. Right. You know, and, you know, we all know Casey's a detective in Shepherdsville, but he also has a side gig going towards his retirement because he's not too far off is he's an insurance agent Mm -hmm. for for Clear Choice Insurance. And um, so, you know, his balls. It was apparently a tie, a tie for first place. Right. But why would they have – they've never had two trophies, so why all of a sudden would they have two trophies? They
1: usually have – I think they've had a first and second before. Or or the one you bring back. The traveling one? Yeah, and then one you keep or something like that. But we look over after Wayne was announced the winner, and Wayne and Casey over there getting their picture taken together. (laughs) Well, so we ask, why is Casey – maybe it's just because he's hosting, but why is he holding a trophy? Right. And to me, he said, well they tied for first.
0: Well, of course they did. Of course they did. Because his wife counted the votes.
1: So Jessica yeah, right. took came over, was the tiebreaker.
0: Right. His boss.
1: Right. And her exact words were, Casey, your chili was trash.
0: Trash. She <laughs> called it trash. But She's... somehow he had plenty of votes. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and, Oh, I
0: tried his chili. It was trash.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's mediocre at best.
0: I don't know. I wouldn't even call it mediocre. No.
1: And once again, I I took my wife's pot of chili home. Mm-hmm. I just put it back in the cabinet. Right. It was clean. Oh, it was cleaned out. Yeah. Cleaned out to mm-hmm. the point that Sherry wanted a recount. Right. And that's his mom. Right. <laughs> she went, She's
0: even calling foul. She
1: went inside to look for the votes. Right. And, and, of course, they were destroyed. And it was, yes, it was like— There in, was
0: no vote to be found. It
1: was like in Pennsylvania all that time ago. They right. disappeared. Right. Or were added on, one of the two. Right. That's Georgia. Whichever I one had know. the had the vote show up. I don't talk politics. Yeah, I know you don't. So That's on here, too. We can get into <laughs> that. But it, uh, yeah, so it ended like we so thought it would. Yeah,
0: so Casey was tied for first. Mm-hmm. You know, they, the tiebreaker said that his was trash— so, I'm just wondering how he got votes to begin with. And I don't know. It's Cause see, you're not. But then we, we, we kind of razzed him a little bit. And he's like, I ain't putting no more in. No, no more. he I'm said, done. I'm done.
1: You well, know, he done. said that two or three years ago I'm when, done. I, when I
0: lit him up over it. Yeah. He, I think he got a little butthurt. Him, yeah, so. he did. Well,
1: and then that. Goes, well, he's in
0: Vegas. He's flying back from Vegas. so He'll be probably listening to this. No, I know.
1: And, and I'm going to tell you, they were, he said they were out there about 3 a.m. So he had a little celebration party course he did. So, about winning. And it's fine. I mean, you can— you It's know, your house. It's your you're, house. You're it's the your, mayor. He's the mayor of his chili cook-off. Right. That's
0: what he calls himself, the mayor of his chili right. cook-off. So, you know, if you want to win every year and know it's fraudulent, then right. let it be.
1: Yeah. I mean, who are we to—
0: No, I'm not I'm uh-huh. not contesting it. No, know, you the, can't. The votes were no Who are you going to gonna contest it to? Right.
1: <laughs> They're gone. Right. They're burned in a fire. His own, in the back. his own
0: mom went to try to she find them. She went
1: inside in the kitchen. She said, I can't find them.
0: And and Tammy never said where they were at.
1: No, no. So I don't think, I think so. they were
0: flushed. <laughs> Burned in the back. <laughs> what well, a crock! Yeah.
1: Well, well, that puts a bow on the jelly cock off. It yeah, was fun. It was fun. We probably won't be invited back, but
0: we can have our own cross street your house.
1: Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah, let's have our <laughs> own first annual. Yeah. That way, Shay can finally win one. Yeah,
0: and we'll have like forty trophies. Right. Everybody. Gets everybody trophy. gets trophy. YMCA. Yeah. Everybody, everybody gets a medal.
1: Everybody get participation trophy. Yep. I'm down with that. So, um, you hurt my wife's feelings.
0: Mm, Probably not on purpose.
1: No on the on the Christmas decorations,
0: dude. It's it was October. It was November the first, and she's already decorating the house.
1: I left the lake. I left for the lake on Saturday at one o'clock. I come back Sunday at one o'clock, and it looked like walking into the mall in 1990. To, Look
0: like Santa threw up?
1: Yeah. And I'm like, how in the world? They put up trees. They've got up stockings. They've got up lights. And I'm like, it's going to be 80 degrees. And you did have tomorrow. to
0: contribute to any of this?
1: No, she knows that I'm kind of useless when it comes to mm. Christmas decorations. Yeah, me too. Because when, when it was just me and the boys, I think I put the tree up on December 22nd.
0: I and, would get a blow-up tree if it was up to me. Where mm-hmm. I could just well, blow it up and take it down.
1: Well, I just put on one of them little little corner table
0: oh the charlie brown it shirt. looked like
1: a charlie brown shirt. but then i right. put all the presents like out on the couch yeah. and all that right. stuff and they later told me now if they're, they're older how lame it was right and i said, what, what, what do you want me to do i didn't what, i barely had stockings what do you expect i think i took homemade socks
0: yeah and just wrote their
1: name on them with stockings nice sharpie yeah but I think uh I think it hurt hurt her feelings a little bit. Well you sent the, the the elf text.
0: Well I sent her a meme that said, you know, if you if you decorate um Christmas before Thanksgiving, an elf dies. With a meme of Santa shooting it. Right. <laughs> I was just letting her know she was contributing to that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So uh if I had my druthers, it would be after Thanksgiving. You think?
0: But, but it's it's like, you know, but these retail stores push you into it because at Easter you're starting to see Christmas trees up. Oh yeah, you know. Well, you go you go into Lowe's and you know it's August and they've already got blow-ups for Christmas in there.
1: It's just weird because I mowed the grass yesterday.
0: Well, sure. it's It set a record today, 83. Right. And yesterday I mowed the backyard. I have the central air one right now. Yeah.
1: It's it's cold. Yeah. It's mid-November. It, it feels like Christmas in
0: here. <laughs> Are you chilly? <laughs> well. Little it's, girl. It's fine. I mean, well,
1: I mean, well, at my house, there's fireplaces going. Right. Right. And and uh, so like it's, sauna. it's 85 degrees because we got to, you know. Mm. we got a
0: Christmas spirit. We have. drinking hot cocoa at night. We
1: have to pretend like it's negative five outside. Sure. And it's like mm-hmm. I'm outside and short.
0: Sure. Right. Oh yeah.
1: Weed eating. <laughs> so but yeah, I just wanted to
0: pass it along to you. Well, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to hurt her feelings, but she can't decorate as, in October. Uh, I agree with you. I agree
1: with you. You but need to
0: put your foot down dude. You need to control your household.
1: Well, okay. Which which foot you I mean? When it comes to Christmas, there there's no you
0: I get think control. Let her know you're the man of the house. As the years
1: that. go on, I think it'll be right
0: after Labor Day. Probably. We'll start
1: selling. Celeb- we'll start go from the lake up, b-
0: straight to yes. Putting we're, the boat up, storage, and straight to Christmas. And
1: we're gonna start putting Christmas stuff up, right?
0: Well, um, if you drive around, people got Christmas lights out everywhere already. Mm-hmm. Oh no, my neighbors are here I already have that. Right. They took down Halloween lights and blow ups to replace them with Christmas lights and blow
1: ups. Yeah, but see, if I'm gonna do that, I'm just gonna leave the same lights up, <laughs> right? Put up Halloween lights, make them like orange. Brown
0: and green. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really goes together.
1: <laughs> but then when it – that way you just keep them all up.
0: Yeah. Well, my brother years ago, man, when he was single, he would leave his Christmas lights up year-round. And when he ordered Papa John's, he'd just say, look for the Christmas lights. And he'd flip the switch and it'd be July get Christmas lights Just going. leave them up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just turn them on when the pizza man's coming.
1: Yeah. I, I used to do Christmas lights too, but I just realized I was like – because then you got to go out there when it's – Two to, two below and take them down. Yeah,
0: so there's not going to happen. There's now, companies that do it now. That, oh, yeah. They come and do
1: it. They're all, the heat hands on a flyer every year in our subdivision. Yeah. And I think I'm sure a lot of people it. use it. Mm-hmm. Well, my cousin owns that uh, business that puts the lights up. Mm-hmm. My neighbor across the street has them. Mm-hmm. Had him do his. And it's, your lights are up on your house. They don't look like Christmas lights. Right. And, stuff. and you can change it. To whatever season it is.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I you can put them to the music. Yeah. You can yeah, do yeah, all yeah. kinds with of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, little pods. Yeah, I've seen those. Yeah,
1: he does that, and that's pretty cool. That, mm-hmm. That's, I mean, I can get behind that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you ain't taking them down.
1: No, I don't have to do anything. Right.
0: Yeah. They're so, parents.
1: And then we've got them hang around our door. She put lights around the door, but that's about all the lights we're going to have up.
0: Is the dogs going crazy over all this stuff?
1: No, but our doorbell camera keeps going off. Mm-hmm. Because they keep, she put them right in front of Oh, nice. I think my doorbell camera went off 37 times today.
0: Good job, shit. Yeah, I
1: kept picking up the light. So. But I don't want to pass that long. Okay. Uh, well, election's over. Election's over. Four more years.
0: Four more years. You excited? Uh, not really. <laughs> you know, it's kind of weird that every
1: man watching this. <laughs> you ain't got to take a deep dive into it. I will just say this. Is this the first two-time Democrat? Mm, I I don't think so. I think it is. I
0: think his daddy was.
1: I don't think he did two terms.
0: Mm, I don't know. I thought he did.
1: I think he did one, and then... uh, So,
0: if you look look at the interactive map, Cameron carried... Everything. What's well, always like that? Except for Lexington and Little.
1: It, it's always like
0: that. Um, you know, and it's you know, win or lose, it's 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 the process of it. If you got out and vote and your candidate didn't win, then you know it is what it is. You did your part. Um, hopefully, we don't have another COVID situation, and hopefully, he's not in parking lots taking down license plates from people in church and, and everything else. So, well, you know, somebody brought up a point. It's the democratic way. I mean it's the way we have to do it. It's why our country is great, is because we have uh, these elections. You
1: have to do it this way. But you know, somebody brought up the point that it's unfortunate and it's really unfortunate. We had a lot of tragic situations. We did. Mm-hmm. Tornadoes. Oh yeah. Floods. Yeah. COVID. Sure. Those you know, and he
0: dealt with a lot. I'll give the governor that. I mean So
1: he was able to show how he would handle certain things.
0: Yeah. I mean, and I think that's what did it. There's some things I thought he was totally wrong in, and I thought it hurt us. And there's some things I thought he did right. The gambling, signing the gambling bill, even though it was a bipartisan bill, he could have shot it back, and it probably would have been vetoed and, and went through anyway. But I mean, he stood up and signed it quickly and got that got that going, which is making major dollars for the state of Kentucky.
1: Oh, I saw the number. It was it was insane. like the
0: first two weeks it was twenty two million dollars.
1: Yeah, and I think I lost nineteen million of yeah, it. Right.
0: In, so you know I? it is what it is. Um, he was not my candidate. I thought he made some bad decisions, but I thought he I thought he also made some good decisions. So you know, let's just hope we have a pretty smooth next four years, and we don't have no awful tragedies that he has to deal with. I don't want any governor to have to deal with tragedies like that. No, you don't you know, have to do that because that means people lost <laughs> their lives or lost their homes, and that's not good for anybody. So do you but, think
1: he's going to have? But he so. was the
0: only Democrat to win. Every other thing was Republican. Yeah,
1: and so you know that. People have him pegged for moving up because of it's the whole Reagan effect. Yeah, like
0: I mean, it could be, but because he
1: won. You know, if you're a Republican governor in California, mm-hmm. you skyrocket to the mm-hmm. White House just about. You and know, they're saying the same thing about Kentucky.
0: And I see a really direct path for Daniel Cameron going further. I think he's a great public servant. For oh, the he's state. he's a good dude. Um, What's he going to do next? I think he ought to – much McConnell ought to step down. and And he needs to run for that seat. But if that doesn't happen because McConnell's still got a long way to go and he's 137 years old. um, And i like to get him and Joe Biden in a room together to talk to each other. I bet it would just be total silence.
1: <laughs> what if we can get them both on the podcast? Oh, that'd be
0: great. Um and then, um, but if Trump wins the presidential election next year, I guarantee Trump's going to find a spot for him in his cabinet somewhere because he's a he's a really a big Daniel Cameron fan. Oh yeah. So I think I think Daniel's going to be fine. I mean, he did the right thing. He conceded and did it early um, when he didn't have a chance, and had a great speech. And uh, wish Governor Bashir the best. And you know, Governor Bashir is our governor for the next four years, so let's get her done.
1: And he brought sandwiches out to us on the strike line.
0: Okay. Sure.
1: <laughs> That's how you win me over. <laughs> <laughs> Food. Bring me a sandwich. Right. Right. That's how it happens. Uh, right, your basketball team. Can we talk about your basketball team? Oh yeah,
0: we're uh we're one and zero on the way to championship.
1: You looked really good
0: uh yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Monday. Monday. Yeah, dude, we, we were on fire. Yeah. You were there. Um, I was there. Yeah. Yep. So I give you credit. I mean, you, you support them no matter what, no matter what. So here's the thing. I was one of the biggest people just rooting for Ken, for them to hire Kenny Payne. And I'd like to go back 18 months and retract that statement. And, um, what's Jay right at Villanova doing these days? I mean, can we get him out of the broadcast booth and get him in here. I still Uh, have
1: the text that you sent me when Kenny Payne was hired. If you want me to read them. No,
0: it's all right. You know what, Kevin? I'm going
1: to pull those up for the next podcast. I don't want to relive those. You know. Because you just kept calling me a hater when I pushed back on it.
0: I watched him when I sat at Sideline Monday. And I don't know if he said five words. You know, when when our defense was getting destroyed and they were – I mean, it was 90 – both teams scored in the 90s. Now, we did shoot really well from the field. We shot 51%, which is really strong. Um, it helps that our competition on a normal day couldn't beat anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it, I have seen some improvements over the Kentucky Westland loss. You know, when they lost to Kentucky Westland, you can't have your point guard as your top rebounder. That's that's a recipe for disaster, right? Huntley Hatfield played great. I mean, he had nine rebounds. Po- or nine <laughs> rebounds. You know, Mike James had a double double, his first career double double. So yeah, there were some good things that I saw, but our defense, man, is so bad. We get beat so bad off the ball. Um, And a couple of those times, they they just drove around everybody. And I'm thinking, dude, I can do that. I could have scored there. I mean, it was just bad. So what do you want to happen? What do you want? What are you hoping happens? Well, I don't know what I want. I know if they, you know, they called it 11,000 people at the opening day where they honored Denny Crum at halftime, and that was a Awesome ceremony they put together for Denny crumb at halftime. Well, they should. Um, so his seats with Susan Sweeney crumb and um, his two daughters, his daughter-in-law and his son are just one section over and about four seats down. So we're right there beside them And I mean, they did an amazing job on putting it together. And um, but they called it for eleven thousand. I'm not going to say there's a person over seven thousand there. There's just nobody there, especially when they were supposed to be honoring Denny. Um, if they don't put butts in the seats, you know butts in the seats translate to dollars, right? Uh, the Yum Center can't be that cheap to operate, Mm-mm. and you can't do it on seven thousand people on an arena that holds twenty two thousand. So if I don't see the attendance really get up, and you know honestly we play Coppin State next, I think they beat us. I really do. Um, they're pretty good, actually. I mean comparable.
1: I mean and they should you shouldn't be lovable, pretty good.
0: No, 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 no. They should never beat us in a, in a normal time. But, I mean, they're not Kentucky-Westland that beat us. They so, would beat Kentucky-Westland by 50, probably.
1: Kenny Payne is like John Robick for UK. He's been, he was a UK assistant for like 18 years. Mm-hmm. He's probably one of the best game managers of all time. Now, he hasn't been there in the last couple of years, and you see what happened. He left probably three years ago because right. his, his daughter got sick. And yeah, I remember hole. that. Yeah, was, and that was the downfall of, you know, when, when Kentucky started getting bad is when he left. Mm-hmm. I think he was a head coach for like a year, and it was a disaster. Yeah. Some people are just not better.
0: Made. They're not leaders.
1: Yeah, and when Kenny Payne was there, it's like I told you, they would talk about how he was the player go-to guy. Right. You know.
0: Cry on uh, my shoulder. Uh,
1: yeah. Carl Anthony Towns said he's the greatest coach ever. Mm-hmm. But, well, he coached big men. Mm-hmm. But he was also that guy that you could go to when Cal would rip you up and down or mm-hmm. hurt your feelings. That You'd go to, put your arm around you and go, mm-hmm. it's going to be fine. Right, right. That's not a guy that can be your head
0: coach. No, and honestly, I don't know that there's that guy that can do that on our bench. I'm
1: going to tell you where you need to go. Right. He, he would he would walk to Louisville. Hey. Go get Nate Oates.
0: Mm, that'd be a good one.
1: He would walk to that job. Mm-hmm. Because Alabama, as good as people think that job is, it's not.
0: No, but he's done well with it. Yeah, but
1: he's looking to go to the next level. Well, sure he is, but what he's had to work
0: with, he's recruited well.
1: Regardless of Louisville's— Didn't
0: they beat y'all last year? Probably.
1: Yeah. He lives just to beat. Yeah. That's his recruiting pitch. Is it? Yeah. He goes in and says—he goes after UK's players Mm -hmm. and says, look at our offense, look at this archaic offense that I did hear that. I did hear that, yeah. So he's ate up with it. Mm Mm-hmm. But my point of it is, as bad as Louisville is, the job is way better
0: than the Alabama basketball job. Oh, 100%. Just the the pedigree of years past.
1: And he would walk from Alabama Mm. to to Louisville to take that job.
0: You know, I'm looking at seven to nine wins this year, which I guess is an improvement over four.
1: I got to go back and listen to what our bet is. I forgot how many points that... Oh, I put it on UK. Mm-hmm. I think I got seven on the football game and straight up on the basketball game. No,
0: it wasn't straight up. Kevin, okay, we gotta find it. <laughs> there ain't no I way.
1: offered you twenty points to do whatever you wanted right, with. And I and gave I, it
0: back to you. And I
1: said, I'll take seven. And you said, okay, take And that se-.
0: makes thirteen on the basketball game. You no, can't be straight up and and then no, seven. No, there's
1: seven points that I can do whatever with. And I think I took the football game straight up. No, no, no. I took the basketball game straight up and I put the seven points on the
0: if you gave me twenty, and I gave twenty back to you, and you—no, you, no, you know, didn't
1: give me twenty. You didn't give me twenty. That'd be dumb by you. I gave you. i don't 20. want to
0: go back. I We're going to
1: listen to Pike. Yeah. I said you can take twenty points and divvy them up however you want.
0: Okay, so right now I take all twenty on the basketball, and still wouldn't cover.
1: Right, and I think I said or.
0: But I would definitely. <clears throat> I said or beat you, you in the
1: football. I may, have gave, uh, I We'll go back and listen to yeah, it. Yeah, won't you do
0: that? I'll Research go back and find it.
1: It because I'm, I'm, I'm gonna forget. But we already got a hundred bucks on it anyway. Yeah, we do. What well, you do? Yeah, I do. I've got zero. On. You get zero. Yeah, so I like it. All right, what about your football team?
0: Oh, looking good, man. You know, um, Kevin is actually going to Miami with us. Yeah, that's
1: the next topic. So that's the last topic. We when this drops, we will leave for Miami in three days. Yep. So we'll just bunch these topics together. Yeah.
0: So uh, football has been really impressive. Yeah. Um, we play tomorrow night against Virginia at home. You'll um, Virginia; they're not very good. Yeah, I think we're favored twenty. Um, but here's my stupidity: is I schedule our sales meeting on the same night. I saw
1: that. I mean, you have the power to change it.
0: I'm not going to. Everybody moves their schedule around to make this meeting. I'm not going. I'm not going to do that because I was an idiot and didn't realize it was a home football game. I,
1: I did have a haircut
0: appointment, but I moved it Boy, to make you, the meeting. You need a haircut appointment. The
1: second person told me that today. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, so, yeah, I feel good about this tomorrow, and I hope they can rest a couple studs and get them, and that'll give us a long week before we go to Miami and play them. So, Sean, we've had on the podcast, our ticket guy, he's uh, really going to hook us up with some field passes down there, walk around the Miami field, and the guy's a pretty good section, we're going to go play Trump's golf course while we're down in Miami. They
1: play where the Dolphins play?
0: Yes. Man, that's that's hard, awesome. hard rock. Hard uh, Rock. Oh, give me some gear. Hard Rock Casino. It's a
1: shame Miami's not playing there.
0: Yeah, Um so yeah, yeah, so that'll be um, that'll be fun. Kevin will be sporting his Louisville gear like down there.
1: No, okay, I can't do that. I told you I'll wear gray. That's fair. That's a fair compromise. He's going to be
0: throwing L's up everywhere. No, while there will you're be down no there.
1: L's up. Oh yeah. I'm I'm very grateful for the opportunity to go. I'm not going to go in there and like cheer for Miami or anything like right. that.
0: But so what he don't realize two is I booked all the flights, so he may not have a flight home. Or a ride to the airport. You
1: haven't sent me my return home flight yet. Right.
0: If you don't throw L's up, you know, it's a negotiation yeah. part.
1: I'll I'll drive the moving truck back <laughs> before I do that. So, that ain't gonna so, yeah, happen. it's going to
0: be a fun little weekend. You know, Ford was going down there for a Thursday to Sunday, rent an Airbnb, and, um, you know, just going to have a good time, relax, and watch a little football game. And
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it would be fun. I ain't been to Miami, so I've been to Miami game when Marino was there. Oh, wow. So but it's been th- a minute. Yeah, this was in the uh, the old Joe Robbie Stadium mm-hmm. before it was Hard Rock. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the last time, because I wanted to see Marino play before mm-hmm. he retired. Well, sure. Uh, so we went there to watch him play the Jets, and that's the last time. I It's not the same stadium now, right. but right. that's uh, that's the last time I've been uh, been to Miami, other than we when we drove through it, right. going to uh, Key West.
0: So, yeah, it'll be fun go down there and, and hang out a little bit. And um, and just um, we're going to play some good golf courses. Yeah. Playing one Thursday when we, we get there, playing Trump's Friday, going to the game Saturday, playing Sunday, then fly home. Will they let
1: my clubs on the course?
0: <laughs> At Trump's course? <laughs> I,
1: I got to get some new clubs, Man. Kevin. I'm so
0: far behind. He's Bagger Vance. He's yeah. got wooden shafts and everything. Yeah,
1: my clubs are 20 years old.
0: Oh, they're older than I am. You might be right. His great grandpa used them in the forties.
1: The one I do have from my grandpa, Mm -hmm. but I think my clubs are twenty something years old. Now my driver is newer, Mm -hmm. like ten years. So, but I got to get some new clubs for sure. But
0: all right,
1: that's all I got. We're we're fifty minutes in, I think.
0: Okay. Well, guys, and um, stay tuned for next week's episode. See you. See you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Just follow us on all the social media platforms. Just search TC Realty and be prepared every Monday while we'll dropping new episodes. In the famous words of drain
1: just chill till the next episode.